the seasons by james thompson book one spring part two this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. Read by Abe Neiman. Hail, source of being, universal soul of heaven and earth, essential presence, hail! To thee I bend the knee, to thee my thoughts continual climb. Who with a master hand hast the great whole into perfection touched? By thee the various vegetative tribes wrapped in a filmy net and clad with leaves draw the live ether and imbibe the dew by thee disposed into congenial soils stands each attractive plant and sucks and swells the juicy tide a twining mass of tubes at thy command the vernal sun awakes the torpid sap detruded to the root by wintry winds that now in fluent dance and lively fermentation mounting spreads all this innumerous colored scene of things as rising from the vegetable world my theme ascends with equal wing ascend my panting muse and hark how loud the woods invite you forth in all your gayest trim lend me your songs ye nightingales oh pour the mazy running soul of melody into my varied verse while i deduce from the first note the hollow cuckoo sings the symphony of spring and touch a theme unknown to fame the passion of the groves when first the soul of love is sent abroad warm through the vital air and on the heart harmonious seizes the gay troops begin in gallant thought to plume the painted wing and try again the long-forgotten strain at first faint warbled but no sooner grows the soft infusion prevalent and wide than all alive at once their joy o'erflows in music unconfined up springs the lark shrill-voiced and loud the messenger of morn ere yet the shadows fly he mounted sings amid the dawning clouds and from their haunts calls up the tuneful nations every copse deep tangled tree irregular and bush bending with dewy moisture o'er their heads of the coy queristers that lodge within are prodigal of harmony the thrush and woodlark o'er the kind contending throng superior herd run through the sweetest length of notes when listening philomela deans to let them joy and purposes in thought elate to make her night excel their day the blackbird whistles from the thorny brake the mellow bullfinch answers from the grove nor are the linnets o'er the flowering firs poured out profusely silent joined to these and numerous songsters in the freshening shade of new-sprung leaves their modulations mix mellifluous the jay the rook the daw and each harsh pipe discordant heard alone aid the full concert while the stock-dove breathes a melancholy murmur through the whole tis love creates their melody and all this waste of music is the voice of love that even to birds and beasts the tender arts of pleasing teaches hence the glossy kind try every winning way inventive love can dictate 
and in courtship to their mates pour forth their little souls first wide around with distant awe in airy rings they rove endeavouring by a thousand tricks to catch the cunning conscious half-averted gaze of the regardless charmer should she seem softening the least approvance to bestow their colours burnish and by hope inspired they brisk advance then on a sudden struck retire disordered then again approach in fond rotation spread the spotted wing and shiver every feather with desire connubial leagues agreed to the deep woods they haste away all as their fancy leads pleasure or food or secret safety prompts that nature's great command may be obeyed nor all the sweet sensations they perceive indulged in vain some to the holly hedge nestling repair and to the thicket some some to the rude protection of the thorn commit their feeble offspring the cleft tree offers its kind concealment to a few their food its insects and its moss their nests others apart far in the grassy dale or roughening waste their humble texture weave but most in woodland solitudes delight in unfrequented glooms or shaggy banks steep and divided by the babbling brook whose murmurs soothe them all the live-long day when by kind duty fixed among the roots of hazel pendant over the plaintive stream they frame the first foundation of their domes dry sprigs of trees in artful fabric laid and bound with clay together now tis not but restless hurry through the busy air beat by unnumbered wings the swallow sweeps the slimy pool to build his hanging house intend and often from the careless back of herds and flocks a thousand tugging bills pluck hair and wool and oft when unobserved steal from the barn a straw till soft and warm clean and complete their habitation grows as thus the patient dam assiduous sits not to be tempted from her tender task or by sharp hunger or by smooth delight though the whole loosened spring around her blows her sympathizing lover takes his stand high on the opponent bank and ceaseless sings the tedious time away or else supplies her place a moment when she sudden flits to pick the scanty meal the appointed time with pious toil fulfilled the callow young warmed and expanded into perfect life their brittle bondage break and come to light a helpless family demanding food with constant clamour oh what passions then what melting sentiments of kindly care on the new parents seize away they fly affectionate and undesiring bear the most delicious morsel to their young which equally distributed again the search begins even so a gentle pair by fortune sunk but formed of generous mould and charmed with cares beyond the vulgar breast in some lone cot amid the distant woods sustained alone by providential heaven oft as they weeping eye their infant train check their own appetites and give them all nor toil alone they scorn exalting love by the great father of the spring inspired 
gives instant courage to the fearful race and to the simple art with stealthy wing should some rude foot their woody haunts molest amid a neighbouring bush they silent drop and whirring thence as if alarmed deceive the unfeeling schoolboy hence around the head of wandering swain the white-winged plover wheels her sounding flight and then directly on in long excursion skims the level lawn to tempt him from her nest the wild duck hence o'er the rough moss and o'er the trackless waste the heathen hen flutters pious fraud to lead the hot pursuing spaniel far astray be not the muse ashamed here to bemoan her brothers of the grove by tyrant man inhuman caught and in the narrow cage from liberty confined and boundless air dull are the pretty slaves their plumage dull ragged and all its brightening lustre lost nor is that sprightly wildness in their notes which clear and vigorous warbles from the beach oh then ye friends of love and love-taught song spare the soft tribes this barbarous art forbear if on your bosom innocence can win music engage or piety persuade but let not chief the nightingale lament her ruined care too delicately framed to brook the harsh confinement of the cage oft when returning with her loaded bill the astonished mother finds a vacant nest by the hard hand of unrelenting clowns robbed to the ground the vain provision falls her pinions ruffle and low drooping scarce can bear the mourner to the poplar shade where all abandoned to despair she sings her sorrows through the night and on the bow soul sitting still at every dying fall takes up again her lamentable strain of winding woe till wide around the woods sigh to her song and with her wail resound but now the feathered youth their former bounds ardent disdain and weighing off their wings demand the free possession of the sky this one glad office more and then dissolves the parental love at once now needless grown unlavish wisdom never works in vain tis on some evening sunny grateful mild when naught but balm is breathing through the woods with yellow lustre bright that the new tribes visit the spacious heavens and look abroad on nature's common far as they can see or wing their range and pasture o'er the bows dancing about still at the giddy verge their resolution fails their pinions still in loose libration stretched to trust the void trembling refuse till down before them fly the parent guides and chide exhort command or push them off the surging air receives its plumy burden and their self-taught wings winnow the waving element on ground alighted bolder up again they lead farther and farther on the lengthening flight till vanished every fear and every power roused into life and action 
light in air the acquitted parents see their soaring race and once rejoicing never know them more high from the summit of a craggy cliff hung o'er the deep such as amazing frowns on utmost kilda's shore whose lonely race resign the setting sun to indian worlds the royal eagle draws his vigorous young strong pounced and ardent with paternal fire now fit to raise a kingdom of their own he drives them from his fort the towering seat for ages of his empire which in peace unstained he holds while many a league to sea he wings his course and prays in distant isles should i my steps turn to the rural seat whose lofty elms and venerable oaks invite the rook who high amid the boughs in early spring his eerie city builds and ceaseless cause amusive there well pleased i might the various polity survey of the mixed household kind the careful hen calls all her chirping family around fed and defended by the fearless cock whose breast with ardour flames as on he walks graceful and crows defiance in the pond the finely chequered duck before her train rose garrulous the stately sailing swan gives out his snowy plumage to the gale and arching proud his neck with oary feet bears forward fierce and guards his osier isle protective of his young the turkey nigh loud threatening reddens while the peacock spreads his every coloured glory to the sun and swims in radiant majesty along o'er the whole homely scene the cooing dove flies thick in amorous chase and wanton rolls the glancing eye and turns the changeful neck while thus the gentle tenants of the shade indulge their purer loves the rougher world of brutes below rush furious into flame and fierce desire through all his lusty veins the bull deep scorched the raging passion feels of pasture sick and negligent of food scarce seen he wades among the yellow broom while o'er his ample sides the rambling sprays luxuriant shoot or through the massy woods dejected wanders nor the enticing bud crops though it presses on his careless sense and oft in jealous maddening fancy wrapped he seeks the fight and idly budding fiends his rival gored in every knotty trunk him should he meet the bellowing war begins their eyes flash fury to the hollowed earth whence the sand flies they mutter bloody deeds and groaning deep the impetuous battle mix while the fair heifer balmy breathing near stands kindling up to their rage the trembling steed with this hot impulse seized in every nerve nor hears the rein nor heeds the sounding thong blows are not felt but tossing high his head and by the well-known joy to distant plains attracted strong all wild he bursts away o'er rocks and woods and craggy mountains flies and neighing on the aerial summit takes the exciting gale then steep descending cleaves 
heaves the headlong torrents foaming down the hills even where the madness of the straitened stream turns in black eddies round such is the force with which his frantic heart and sinews swell nor undelighted by the boundless spring are the broad monsters of the foaming deep from the deep ooze and gelid cavern roused they flounce and tumble in unwieldy joy dire were the strain and dissonant to sing the cruel raptures of the savage kind how by this flame their native wrath sublimed they roam amid the fury of their heart the far resounding waste in fiercer bands and growl their horrid loves but this the theme i sing enraptured to the british fair forbids and leads me to the mountain brow where sits the shepherd on the grassy turf inhaling healthful the descending sun around him feeds his many bleeding flock of various cadence and his sportive limbs this way and that convolved in friskful glee their frolics play and now the sprightly race invites them forth when swift the signal given they start away and sweep the massy mound that runs around the hill the rampart once of iron war in ancient barbarous times when disunited britain ever bled lost in eternal broil ere yet she grew to this deep-laid indissoluble state where wealth and commerce lift their golden heads and o'er our labors liberty and law impartial watch the wonder of a world what is this mighty breath ye sages say that in a powerful language felt not heard instructs the fowls of heaven and through their breasts these arts of love diffuses what but god inspiring god who boundless spirit all and unremitting energy pervades adjusts sustains and agitates the whole he ceaseless works alone and yet alone seems not to work with such perfection framed is this complex stupendous scheme of things but though concealed to every purer eye the informing author in his works appears chief lovely spring in thee and thy soft scenes the smiling god is seen while water earth and air attest his bounty which exalts the brute creation to this finer thought the annual melts their undesigning hearts profusely thus in tenderness and joy still let my song a nobler note assume and sing the infusive force of spring on man when heaven and earth as if contending vie to raise his being and serene his soul can he forbear to join the general smile of nature can fierce passions vex his breast while every gale is peace and every grove is melody hence from the bounteous walks of flowing springs ye sordid sons of earth hard and unfeeling of another's woe or only lavish to yourselves away but come ye generous minds in whose wide thoughts of all his works creative bounty burns with warmest beam and on your open front and liberal eye sits from his dark retreat inviting modest want nor till invoked can restless goodness wait your active search leaves no cold wintry corner unexplored like silent working heaven surprising off the lonely heart with unexpected good for you the roving spirit of the wind blows spring abroad 
For you the teeming clouds descend in gladsome plenty o'er the world, and the sun sheds his kindest rays for you, ye flower of the human race. In these green days, reviving sickness lifts her languid head, life flows afresh, and the young-eyed health exalts the whole creation round. Contentment walks the sunny glade, and feels an inward bliss spring o'er his mind, beyond the power of kings to purchase. Pure serenity apace induces thought, and contemplation still. By swift degrees the love of nature works, and warms the bosom, till at last sublime to rapture, and enthusiastic heat, we feel the present deity, and taste the joy of God to see a happy world these are the sacred feelings of thy heart thy heart informed by reason's pure ray o littleton the friend thy passions thus and meditations vary as at large courting the muse through hagley park thou strayest the british tempe there along the dale with woods o'erhung and shagged with mossy rocks whence on each hand the gushing waters play and down the rough cascade white dashing fall or gleam in lengthened vista through the trees you silent steal or sit beneath the shade of solemn oaks that tuft the swelling mounts thrown graceful round by nature's careless hand and pensive listen to the various voice of rural peace the herds and flocks the birds the hollow whispering breeze the plaint of rills that purling down amidst the twisted roots which creep around their dewy murmurs shake on the soothed ear from these abstracted oft you wander through the philosophic world where in bright train continual wonders rise or to the curious or the pious eye and oft conducted by historic truth you tread the long extent of backward time planning with warm benevolence of mind and honest zeal unwarped by party rage britannia's wheel how from the venal gulf to raise her virtue and her arts revive or turning thence thy view these graver thoughts the muses charm while with sure taste refined you draw the inspiring breath of ancient song till nobly rises emulous thy own perhaps thy loved lucinda shares thy walk with soul to thine attuned then nature all wears to the lover's eye a look of love and all the tumult of a guilty world tossed by ungenerous passions sinks away the tender heart is animated peace and as it pours its copious treasures forth in varied converse softening every theme you frequent pausing turn and from her eyes where meccan sense and amiable grace and lively sweetness dwell enraptured drink that nameless spirit of ethereal joy unutterable happiness which love alone bestows and on a favored few meanwhile you gain the height and from whose fair brow the bursting prospect spreads immense around and snatched o'er hill and dale and wood and lawn and verdant field and darkening heath between and villages in bosoms soft in trees and spiring towns by surging columns marked of household smoke your eye excursive roams wide stretching from the hall in whose kind haunt the hospitable genius lingers still to where the broken landscape by degrees ascending roughens into rigid hills 
o'er which the cambrian mountains like far clouds that skirt the blue horizon dusky rise flushed by the spirit of the genial year now from the virgin's cheek a fresher bloom shoots less and less the live carnation round her lips blush deeper sweets she breathes of youth the shining moisture swells into her eyes in brighter flow her wishing bosom heaves with palpitations wild kind tumults seize her veins and all her yielding soul is love from the keen gaze her lover turns away full of the dear ecstatic power and sick with sighing languishment ah then ye fair be greatly cautious of your sliding hearts dare not the infectious sigh the pleading look downcast and low in meek submission dressed but full of guile let not the fervent tongue prompt to deceive with adulation smooth gain on your purposed will nor in the bower where woodbines flaunt and roses shed a couch while evening draws her crimson curtains round trust your soft minutes with betraying man and let the aspiring youth beware of love of the smooth glance beware for tis too late when on his heart the torrent softness pours then wisdom prostrate lies and fading fame dissolves in air away while the fond soul wrapped in gay visions of unreal bliss still paints the elusive form the kindling grace the enticing smile the modest seeming eye beneath whose beauteous beams belying heaven lurk searchless cunning cruelty and death and still false warbling in his cheated ear her siren voice enchanting draws him on to guileful shores and meads of fatal joy even present in the very lap of love inglorious laid while music flows around perfumes and oils and wine and wanton hours amid the roses fierce repentance rears her snaky crest a quick returning pang shoots through the conscious heart where honor still and great design against the oppressive load of luxury by fits impatient heave but absent what fantastic woes aroused rage in each thought by restless musing fed chill the warm cheek and blast the bloom of life neglected fortune flies and sliding swift prone into ruin fall his scorned affairs tis naught but gloom around the darkened sun loses his light the rosy bosom spring to weeping fancy pines and yon bright arch contracted bends into a dusky vault all nature fades extinct and she alone heard felt and seen possesses every thought fills every sense and pants in every vein books are but formal dullness tedious friends and sad amid the social band he sits lonely and unattentive from his tongue the unfinished period falls while borne away on swelling thought his wafted spirit flies to the vain bosom of his distant fair and leaves the semblance of a lover fixed in melancholy sight with head declined and love dejected eyes sudden he starts 
shook from his tender trance and restless runs to glimmering shades and sympathetic glooms where the dun umbrage o'er the falling stream romantic hangs there through the pensive dusk strays and heart-thrilling meditation lost indulging all to love or on the bank thrown amid drooping lilies swells the breeze with sighs unceasing and the brook with tears thus in soft anguish he consumes the day nor quits his deep retirement till the moon peeps through the chambers of the fleecy east enlightened by degrees and in her train leads on the gentle hours then forth he walks beneath the trembling languish of her beam with softened soul and woos the bird of eve to mingle woes with his or while the world and all the sons of care lie hushed in sleep associates with the midnight shadows drear and sighing to the lonely taper pours his idly tortured heart into the page meant for the moving messenger of love where rapture burns on rapture every line with rising frenzy fired but if on bed delirious flung sleep from his pillow flies all night he tosses nor the balmy power in any posture finds till the gray morn lifts her pale lustre on the paler wretch exanimate by love and then perhaps exhausted nature sinks awhile to rest still interrupted by distracted beams that o'er the sick imagination rise and in black colours paint the mimic scene oft with the enchantress of his soul he talks sometimes in crowds distressed or if retired to secret winding flower and woven bowers far from the dull impertinence of man just as he credulous his endless cares begins to lose in blind oblivious love snatched from her yielded hand he knows not how through forests huge and long untravelled heaths with desolation brown he wanders waste in night and tempest wrapped and shrinks aghast back from the bending precipice or wades the turbid stream below and strives to reach the farther shore where succourless and sad she with extended arms his aid implores but strives in vain borne by the outrageous flood to distance down he rides the ridgy wave or whelmed beneath the boiling eddy sinks these are the charming agonies of love whose misery delights but through the heart should jealousy its venom once diffuse till then delightful misery no more but agony unmixed incessant gall corroding every thought and blasting all love's paradise ye fairy prospects then ye beds of roses and ye bowers of joy farewell ye gleamings of departed peace shine out your last the yellow tinging plague internal vision taints and in a night of livid gloom imagination wraps ah then instead of love enlivened cheeks of sunny features and of ardent eyes with flowing rapture bright dark looks succeed suffused and glaring with untender fire a clouded aspect and a burning cheek where the whole poisoned soul malignant sits and frightens love away 
ten thousand fears invented wild ten thousand frantic views of horrid rivals hanging on the charms for which he melts in fondness eat him up with fervent anguish and consuming rage in vain reproaches lend their idle aid deceitful pride and resolution frail giving false peace a moment fancy pours afresh her beauties on his busy thought her first endearment twining round the soul with all the witchcraft of ensnaring love straight the fierce storm involves his mind anew flames through the nerves and boils along the veins while anxious doubt distracts the tortured heart for even the sad assurance of his fears were eased to what he feels thus the warm youth whom love deludes into his thorny wilds through flowery tempting paths or leads a life of fevered rapture or of cruel care his brightest flames extinguished all and all his brightest moments running down to waste but happy they the happiest of their kind whom gentler stars unite and in one fate their hearts their fortunes and their beings blend tis not the coarser tie of human laws unnatural oft and foreign to the mind that binds their peace but harmony itself attuning all their passions into love where friendship full exerts her softest power perfect esteemed enlivened by desire ineffable and sympathy of soul thought meeting thought and will preventing will with boundless confidence for naught but love can answer love and render bliss secure let him ungenerous who alone intent to bless himself from sordid parents buys the loathing virgin in eternal care well merited consume his nights and days let barbarous nations whose inhuman love is wild desire fierce as the suns they feel let eastern tyrants from the light of heaven seclude their bosom slaves meanly possessed of a mere lifeless violated form while those whom love cements in holy faith and equal transport free as nature live disdaining fear what is the world to them its pomp its pleasure and its nonsense all who in each other clasp whatever fair high fancy forms and lavish hearts can wish something than beauty dearer should they look o'er on the mind or mind illumined face truth goodness honour harmony and love the richest bounty of indulgent heaven meantime a smiling offspring rises round and mingles both their graces by degrees the human blossom blows and every day soft as it rolls along shows some new charm the father's lustre and the mother's bloom the infant reason grows apace and calls for the kind hand of an assiduous care delightful talk to rear the tender thought to teach the young idea how to shoot to pour the fresh instruction o'er the mind to breathe the enlivening spirit and to fix the generous purpose in the glowing breast oh speak the joy ye whom the sudden fear surprises often while you look around and nothing strikes your eye but sights of bliss 
all various nature pressing on the heart an elegant sufficiency content retirement rural quiet friendship books ease and alternate labor useful life progressive virtue and approving heaven these are the matchless joys of virtuous love and thus their moments fly the seasons thus as ceaseless round a jarring world they roll still find them happy and consenting spring sheds her own rosy garland on their heads till evening comes at last serene and mild when after the long vernal day of life enamoured more as more remembrance swells with many a proof of recollected love together down they sink in social sleep together freed their gentle spirits fly to scenes where love and bliss immortal reign end of part two of spring this recording is in the public domain